top shelf fantasy. COVID-19 in 2020. Finally, finally takes away a game. Oh, man. Steal your tits. It's uh, Steelers and Titans. <laughs> They're not playing in week four. That's the note that we have. I wrote that note, though, so. <laughs> That's kind of one of the, I don't want to say bigger matchups, but there's a lot of fantasy guys in that in that uh, that game. All of Corey's Titans. My whole, all my Titans, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Helps out A.J. Brown for getting healthy another week, though. I'll take it. Yeah, so what's the actual move? The they're gonna, one positive. They're going to reschedule to just week eight. Week eight? Yeah. Were yeah, they I mean, both on buys that week? No, they moved the Steelers and Ravens game to week seven. Uh, they flexed or, into no, or you know what? I think they they might be – it's either that or they're playing week seven and they moved the Ravens-Steelers to game to week eight. I wonder if they're going to flex it into like a Monday night so you can kind of pick it. They're pretty good teams, you know? Call it the COVID game. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad thing, but if this happens again, what again? Yeah. I mean – we're gonna start getting in trouble. They came out and said, like, if, if there's positive tests this weekend, week five for the Titans is gonna yes. be in very high yeah. jeopardy. They they said that the Titans and uh, Bills game is is very questionable. And then there's a there's a limited number of times you can do this. Like, you can't move around a, a game every single week. You can't even you couldn't even if it was five games you couldn't even figure it out. You know the, the implications are too wide reaching with the moving of bye weeks and the reassortment and realignment of games i just i don't i don't know how you deal with that if you if you start having it across the I'll board i'll tell you how you it's deal an with administrative it. nightmare yeah. that's what this is i'll tell you how you deal with it year-round football <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be playing a 52 well, week we, season we, yeah, boys. We, got, we got week 32 coming up it's because the implications you, oh you can't say no to it well what's implications the implications you <laughs> know they can't say no <laughs> They're not going to say no. Of course, if she said no, it's no. She's not going to say no. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, all right. Well, if you don't know who we are, we're TopShelfFantasy.com. We're about two minutes in. This is this is what you're getting. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TopShelfFNTSY. One of the implications of the Thursday night game was Adam Gase was supposed to get fired, and he still has a job. You know what? It's one day I later. think he looked one day. <laughs> he looked very good. Not Same Darnold had to run 48 yards. I've never seen a, de- a defense go up so easily to a 48-yard oh. touchdown run. Like, oh, no, no, he's good. He's, he's going to slide. At a certain point, Vic Fangio looked directly at their starting quarterback, which I can't remember his name now because he's Rip, that bad. Uh, Brett Rippin. Brett Rippin and said, listen, man, we need to lose for a high draft pick, and Adam Gase still couldn't win. <laughs> <laughs> It's absolutely. Hey, out of you control. see how Jerry Judy's triple covered? Throw it, throw it that way. Throw what a nice catch! Way. Ooh, that was a fantastic <laughs> catch. But he only had one more catch after that. I, I was know. talking about yeah. the pick six, but uh, uh, it's good to know he threw into triple coverage twice. Actually, no. That, <laughs> that so was it was him. that triple coverage was very. That was like five yards away from Judy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was a terrible throw. But the catch was amazing, and I'm sitting there looking at. I'm like, oh, here we go. Judy's gonna get hot. No, I didn't see the ball again like, no. at all. One more catch for like 10 yards. I was facing yeah. Tom. I'm like, yeah, I got Judy. He's at Crowder. See you later. And Crowder right? killed me. Yes. <laughs> Crowder, Crowder or is Judy. You yeah, know who was the points. guy to own was uh, Jeff Smith last night. Yes, He's, Jeff Smith is the new hot thing. We had to we had to look at uh, – me and Craig were watching it together. We had to look it up to see freaking who this guy who's, was. Who's number well, 16? Well, is it Vincent right. Smith? We know I, we have that. I was like, yeah. Devin Smith? I thought he's been off the team for the, 20 years. So Vincent <laughs> Smith and Devin Smith were the two I thought of. I'm like, nope, a new guy. But week two – Hogan, week three, Barrios. 
week four, Smith. Yeah. I'm yeah. not trust. Well, Crowder had a good game. Crowder, Crowder. Crowder. But on Denver's side, Tim Patrick. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we, we kind of all forgot about the guy because all the receivers they have, but they're all hurt now. Yeah. Hamler got hurt. He left the game. Tim Patrick had a yeah, fantastic Fant, freaking game. Fant yeah. got hurt. Fant got hurt too. Right. Right. So, right. I mean, I mean I, and Patrick's but, a big body guy who knows the offense. Yeah. That's, yeah. He's, he was with the, he's been there the longest. Yeah. I mean, you saw Deshaun Hamilton um, make some plays too, but I mean, it just shows that they're not the best, but they're very deep at receiver. I'll tell you, what, KJ Denver. Hamler looks freaking fast. Hamler like, got hurt though. Yeah, yeah, yeah he can't. That's stay why because yeah. he's fast. He's, he's gonna be like the John injuries. Ross kind of yeah. Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> That's not a good move. <laughs> it's not a good. Yeah, <laughs> well, we were comping Rager to DJX. I was like, oh no, oh, this is <laughs> this is my dynasty guy. That's a problem. Yeah, um, but uh, long story short, Gase is still there. We'll see. I mean, there's still some time, but. The, their schedule coming up, I think Craig oh, it's terrible. nailed it. It's one of the hardest schedules in the next four weeks. But that that's going to be the excuse. Like when Darnold went down and he's grabbing his shoulder, I was like, this is the excuse Adam Gase needs to keep his job. And I was just pissed about that. I just think that this opens up the door. And I, I, I now think it truly puts Adam Gase on the hot seat. Knock on wood. I fucking hate that guy i mean there's there's <laughs> i was trying not to swear but yeah, there's zero shot in the next five games that they actually get a win so how, how many zero and eight coaches that started the year on the hot seat aren't fired like it's gonna happen i think it's just jeff fisher because they know he's gonna turn around <laughs> and go eight no in the back half um all right so we have starting sits coming up uh up on the website now currently um, but we will each go through our start of the week, our set of the week, and then we're previewing all of the week four games um, and going over the news for, for each of those matchups. So I'll I'll take this. As much as I hate Adam Gase, I love this man. Ryan Fitzmagic. There's, there's honestly nothing like watching Ryan Fitzmagic Sing play it. football. Sing it. Oh, oh, Fitzmagic. Gnome. <laughs> um... I mean, this is this is. Better believe it's not so. It's magic. We're such good singers. We have to watch over the copyright issues. Somebody like clips this out and like, like it's spot on. We can't can't make the difference. Listen, they told me to start Ryan Fitzpatrick. Listen, they're gonna pay us. Oh, obviously. But yeah, Tom, sorry to cut you off, but very nice. No, I think input. all of that wraps up everything I feel about Ryan Fitzmagic. <laughs> um, I just, I mean, this is a guy who's going to go out and sling the ball, and he's going to get you 22, or he's going to get you like six. But you're going to love the six points, because you're going to watch him, and you're going to go, that's Fitzmagic. So if he puts a smile on your face, this is a hit, regardless of fantasy points. <laughs> Goddamn magical unicorn, son of a bitch. Watching him run the ball in last week was so majestic. It was just, it was beard versus mustache in the beard pissed and shit all over Gardner Minshew. It was fantastic. Russell Wilson's probably going to beat the hell out of him, but the beard, beard's not giving up. Got some piss and shit on that microphone. (laughs) <laughs> I get very excited when I talk about... I just talked about Adam Gase and Ryan Fitzmagic back-to-back. This is... Yeah, this you're, seat... You're done for the rest of the it's podcast. Getting, it's getting steamy over here. <laughs> Fucking rakes in here right now. <laughs> all right. My start of the week is a player I did not expect to say at all this year. 
Um, however, David Johnson is the start. They're going up against the Minnesota Vikings, and he's looked okay uh, to this point. And, you know, he's had some down weeks, nothing, you know, too spectacular, but he has had some good games as well. Uh, mainly the first game of the year, he scored his touchdown. Um, they are playing against the Vikings, who are 0-3 yet to get their win, and their defense is putrid. Um, the Texans' defense themselves haven't looked that great either. They're both bottom five in the league in both rushing and um, – uh, pass offense or pass defense uh, as well. So there's going to be a lot of offense. I feel like in this game um, very well, even if it isn't, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, say it's a defensive focus game for whatever reason, uh, it's still going to be close. I don't think one side is going to take away from the other. I think it's going to be close and that bodes well for running backs, especially a receiving running back like David Johnson. Um, so I'd expect him to at least get you double digits to about 15 points. If not, you know, gets a touchdown here or there, maybe gets two, whatever. You're going to be proud of, of what you get out of David Johnson this week. Yeah, and my, uh, my start actually comes from the same matchup, but different position. I've got Justin Jefferson, uh, wide receiver, Vikings. He came out and exploded last week, and I think it's very similar to what you said. It should be a close offensive game, and I think it could be offensively focused. The, the uh, Vikings defense has not impressed in any of their games so far, and the Texans really – They've had tough matchups. They're probably tougher than the Vikings, to be fair, but they have not been impressive either. So I think coming off a huge performance and a game in which the Vikings finally got things going on offense, they might look to do exactly what they did last week. Feed Dalvin Cook, which is a no-brainer. That's what they should be doing. And then pepper Justin Jefferson with targets. He had nine targets last week and seven catches for 175 yards. The first time he saw more than four targets in a game, and he made the other team pay. So... If you look at them to try to build off success that they finally had, Justin Jefferson should be a key part of that formula, as should Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook and yada, yada, yada. But Justin Jefferson should be the maybe the one guy that you're like, oh, is he going to really repeat 27 points? Probably not, but he'll probably get you 15. I think that's a solid expectation for oh, him this hit. week. It's a huge hit right there. Huge hit. Yes. For a guy that's probably, I mean, drafted. And, and it's comes off, obviously, Johnson was technically benched because he was the two. Yep. He had one snap last week. Yeah. Jefferson had his snaps from first two weeks and then look what you did with it exactly and he like jefferson still even with that 27 point outburst is what i view as like a flex play still and he's probably drafted as a flex play so i think you can still justify that for now but his numbers are creeping into wide receiver two territory so if he can make that jump for you your team's probably in great shape all right and uh my start of the week is Kenyon drake it's more obvious i guess but He's got to finish as an RB one to make it a hit, and I'll you know I, I'll acknowledge that. But like the first two weeks, first three weeks, he had fourteen points, eleven and eight. He's going down. Um, I mean, he's getting he's on the field, he's getting the carries, but he's not getting the touchdowns. And I last week I said how you know Murray had those three bad picks and they lost the game. So I think they're going to lean on Drake a lot more, especially in the red zone, because Murray is turning it over. And they face Carolina. They let up seven rushing touchdowns and over 560 yards to the running back in the first three games. So if there's a week that Drake is going to give you the top 10, top 12 RB numbers, it's this week. Yeah. Should I do my sit now? Or, uh... <laughs> yeah. I, sorry. Just Swing long, I don't know. I, long pause of silence I had no, uh, had no argument with anything you said. I think it's a great start. Scotty's so, so right. Uh, I, I, uh, Scotty and I both have a lot of shares of Kenyon Drake, too. We do, and we actually 
he's our breakup player. Both each, of our breakup so. player. I just, <laughs> I mean, it's so funny. A lot so, of money on the line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <A lot of laughs> money. Just willing this one to be good. No, a lot of people are down on Kenny Drake just because, I mean, I mean, he hasn't put up like that 25-point explosion. It's like, bro, start the man. Rightfully so. I mean, he was my, you know, by low guy this week. But I'll my sit of this week is Mark Ingram the second. What about the third or the first? Uh, the first is also a sit. He's actually, he's actually in a wheelchair. Third, so, um, the third, third is crawling. Might be better than Mark Ingram the second this week. I, I'm not Ooh, sure though. Oh boy! But Mark Ingram is a sit of the week because mainly that backfield is a clusterfuck. You have Lamar Jackson. Let's <laughs> put it right out there. Yeah, right on. The I table. mean, cluster F for cluster all of those kids listening. <laughs> you have Lamar Jackson pretty much leading the team in rushes and rushing yards. Gus Edwards, not out of nowhere, but like he's he's doing he's having the same carries as Mark Ingram. J.K. Dobbins is is not, but he's in the passing game. Ingram's not catching passes either. I, I mean, I, I'm not starting any running back on this team because I just can't trust him. I mean, Ingram, if he doesn't get a touchdown, he's not doing anything. Yep. And I mean, it, that's my only reason why I will I will not start this guy. So Corey, who are you starting this week at running back in Dynasty? That'll be Mark Ingram. <laughs> who, did I, who did I just acquire via trade? Uh, Mark Ingram. Well, uh, from so half from me. It. Yeah, I, I would not be starting him if uh, James Conner's game didn't get canceled. Okay. Yeah. This is also right, so. it's all that's also a very bad league to use as an example. It's a fourteen team league with twenty three man rosters. I yeah. just wanted to go. I just wanted to go ahead and say that you know me and <laughs> me and Dallas to... just had a trade this week. I did Julio and he he got um he got Ingram. I got Julio and it was the dynasty league Let's both on one year contract. Also mentioned that I freed up some salary in that deal. There were some picks involved. Oh, there was that a lot. I tried there to get from Craig. There. Craig just wanted to there put was you some shotgun bets. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's a it's a bad thing for what our teams needed. I needed a wide receiver. I just don't want anybody to think in in like in, on God's green earth that I'm trading. Julio Jones for Mark Ingram straight up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not well, I'm not delu- I'm not that delusional. <laughs> um, why don't you give us your sit and yes. then uh, and then Craig will go, I'll give mine and then we'll get into the previews. Yeah, my sit of the week is David Montgomery at running back. Uh look, I know Tariq Cohen just went down. I know they upgraded to Nick Foles at quarterback. I just don't see the game unfolding in a direction that's gonna be favorable for Montgomery to put up any relevant stat line. I think future weeks he's gonna be fine. They did just sign Lamar Miller, which is something to look out for, but I don't think it's a huge knock for Montgomery. I just think this week against Indy, one of the harder uh, rush defenses to this point in in the league, even though we talked about kind of they have a weak matchup so far, but they're still on paper tough. He just might have trouble getting going, seeing the ball enough. If they're getting blown out, who knows? But I just don't see the game. It's mostly a game flow thing. It's not even a knock on Montgomery or his uh, snap share or any of that kind of stuff. It's just... I see them playing from behind and not needing to use them or not even wanting to use them. You know he's going to score 30 points because he was my sit in week two and he w- went off. And then three, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's fine. And then he got like four points. So Classic. Classic Montgomery just trying to spite me. Great. And so with the Jets aside, the most injury-riddled teams in football play each other, and that is the San Francisco 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles. Pretty sure, actually, the, the Niners are getting some players back. But my sit is Brandon Ayuk. Uh, this was prior to hearing Debo Samuel is actually going to be playing while it be limited work. Um, George Kittle is also back, and, and I just don't trust many of these wide receivers. Brandon Ayuk is someone that a lot of people have been putting into their lineup. 
he has had uh, you know a couple of decent performances, especially last week. Um, but with Kittle as a full go, um, I, I would expect the uh, quarterback there, Mullins, to try and get towards him. Um, he's not really going to have much time to throw because at least Philadelphia's defense is a little bit healthy, and, and the best part about them is their defensive line and their corners can cover. Um, Tom, I believe, has him as a start, so this is our first start-sit shotgun bet. Yep. So me and Tom have a shotgun bet on Brandon Ayuk. Um, Speaking you know, of shotgun bets, go over to our Twitter account. We'll be posting a couple more that we paid off, uh, paid our debts on tonight. Yes, so shotguns happen right out. before this. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel great about it, but, I mean, he's rushing the ball, too. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, he was involved multiple times, so I'm not going to give my contradiction because you give the reason for him to be a sit, so. Are you looking at me to talk about my Joe Mixon sit now? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to sit Joe Mixon, and just real quick, I just offered Dickie a fourth for Lamar Miller because he signed with the Bears, so this should be really interesting to see if I can get <laughs> potentially well, a running back for a fourth round the, pick. He's on the practice squad right now. He has signed to the squad, but not the actual team. I'll still give up the fourth round pick for that. Um, it's going to be like pick, what, 42? Um, yeah, I'm sitting Joe Mixon this week. I don't know. The, it, it's just really tough because you likely drafted Joe Mixon to be your RB2 and you probably don't have anything. But if you were the winner of Daryl Henderson or Miles Gaskin or James, uh, Robinson. James Robinson, thank you, I would be benching Joe Mixon for one of them. And and, and again, this is, this is more or less, I don't think Joe Mixon is getting you that 18-point, 20-point week that you're expecting. Um I mean, hell, I don't. I don't even know if the guy's gotten over twelve points yet. I, I think he's only gotten double digits once. Twelve point six week two. He he just has not done what you've expected him to do. He hasn't gotten over fifty yards on the or he's been below fifty yards on the ground the last two weeks. He got sixty nine in nice. week one. So I mean, he started off very sexual <laughs> and then it just like got worse and worse from there. So I'm sitting Joe Mixon this week, and again, like. The, the running back landscape is poor. So if you have to start him, I get it. But, like, if you don't have to, I'd be looking at other options. 3.1 yards per carry. And, yeah. Tom, you drafted this guy as your RB1, not two. Was he going in the first round? He was. I know. He's I, a top 10 to 12 running back drafted, I think. Yeah. I Yeah. Early second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, okay. And he's not performed at all. No. And I mean, that's becoming the story of his career at this point. Right. It's been a broken record. He is a great talent, but the Bengals don't have the line to help him out to showcase any of that. And he's not one of these generational guys that can get it done on his own. He's not Saquon. He's not, you know, juke four guys and break two more tackles on your way to the end zone. Not that he's not that guy. Until Rodney Anderson comes in and then we go, no, Joe Mixon stinks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, let's do our let's do our preview. Uh, Colts, Colts Bears. Bears. Colts, Colts Bears. Bears. We Nick got Foles, uh, Nick Foles, the three and oh, Nick Foles' Bears, <laughs> and uh, he did that because he did that. <laughs> uh, facing off against Philip Rivers and the two and one Colts. Indy, uh, is that Indy by two or Indy? Yes, minus Indy, two. Indy by two. Yeah, minus okay. Two by yeah, two. well, that looks like Indy oh, like negative two. That yeah. means they're gonna, yeah, yeah. The over under in this game forty two point five, probably the lowest scoring game 
The news we got it for it is uh, Nick Foles, the starter. And somebody put T.Y. Hilton, lone wide receiver, left for Indy because uh, Pittman had to go under the uh, compartment leg syndrome. Yeah, and uh, look out for T.Y. to have a monster game this week. I, I just I traded just him. Trade so. him. <laughs> <laughs> Another Red Dog trade. Tom and Dow's T.Y. Hilton. <laughs> there was a lot of TSF trades, actually. Just Scotty didn't get involved. Yeah, Scotty didn't but, get but the three to, to bounce off of it, I traded for T.Y. in an, another league that I'm in with Tom. There we go. So, Heard my um, buy low. Very, very high on T.Y. The, with the buy low. Yeah, so I, I mean, in this matchup specifically, I do kind of like what uh, Nick Foles brings to the table. It's going to help out Allen Robinson, going to help out Anthony Miller. I feel like anything prior to that, anything you saw last year, kind of has to be wiped out the window. It's a whole new offense. I mean, very well could be the same scheme, but I think everything changes now. And yeah. What their fantasy outlook yeah. looks like. Yeah, and and I will I, I encourage everybody to go over to the to the website. I have a sit on Nick Foles as the Bears and just the one eye opening stat, because Scotty and Dallas look like they have nothing to say about this game, <laughs> is that the Colts are only allowing opposing offenses to run fifty one plays on average, which means there's not a lot of opportunities for the Bears to go out there and score you fantasy points. So it, this is going to be, I mean, 42 and a half over under is, I mean, that, that just spells sloppy field goals. That's very low. Um, all right. Our next one is Jags Bengals. DJ Shark is a full go. Corey's shaking his head. Um, Jacksonville Jags at one and two. Cincinnati Bengals at 0-2 and one. I hate that yep. fucking tie. Sorry. That happened. <laughs> they tied. Uh, fucking Joe Burrow, man. That guy stinks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We love Joe Burrow here. Uh, Cincinnati favored by three, 49 and a half over under. Like I said, DJ Shock. DJ, go, 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 go. Yeah, it'll be interesting that to see how DJ lame, Shark lame, being lame, uh, lame. <laughs> Seeing how DJ Shark back on the field is going to impact Keelan Cole and even D.D. Westbrook to some extent. But, I mean, full go can't hurt. I mean, I mean, well, I we don't have much to say about this game, I guess. I mean, there's not much to say. I think I think you play all the players. Um, Starting the mustache. What about uh, I am playing Ma- Mixon? You starting AJ? Well, you're, Green. Not, you're not playing Mixon. Yeah, I'm no, not. I'm not playing AJ Green. Starting AJ Green. Not starting AJ Green. He was almost one of my sets of the week, but I thought it was too obvious. Yeah, I think last yeah, week sure. we sat him and then said like, you know what? No more unless he unless he shows up. And he didn't no, show up. That was my one hit of the week. But um, <laughs> he he was on our holding fold and we said hold him, but do not start this guy. Yeah. I nope. I. If he goes off, I'm fine with it. I'm totally exactly. fine with it. Right? I'm willing to be wrong. Yes. To avoid being wrong. Starting. I want to be wrong. Yeah. Because I, re- I, I love the guy. <laughs> Me too. I, like, I grew up with AJ Green being one of the premier wide receivers in the league, and now he's he's just not. Old. Yeah, he's he's a, too old. He's I, have, I have a lot invested in T. Higgins, so personally, I don't want to see AJ Green T. Higgins succeed. looked good last week, man. Two yeah. touchdowns. He did look good. Would you start T. Higgins? He uh, I have him as my sleeper, and I am starting him in Dynasty. I have contemplated... Would you him start him in a typical ten man, twelve man league? If I'm hurting, yeah. Okay. Yeah, chances are at the wide receiver position you are hurting. So. I think yeah. he's kind of like Ayuk and Jefferson, like right. In pick, that area. pick one of them. Browns Cowboys. Browns two and one have a better record. Than the yeah, I would not have expected that. So Browns two and one, Cowboys one and one and two, Dallas again favored. Four and a half points over under 55.5. Kareem Hunt only practice on Friday, which again, 
yeah, him being play. there, yeah, exactly, and him being there in practice just bodes well for his Sunday performance. So, what do we think, Craig? Um, Dak and the Cowboys. I, I, I think that this time they uh, take an early lead. Um, hope, hopefully, they don't have to wait until halftime to make a comeback. I don't understand exactly what's going on there, but uh, start all your Cowboys. Yeah, same as always. Start all your Cowboys. Start. I mean, start. Kareem Hunt start both running backs. If, yep. As long as he as long as he's playing and active on the field, you're starting both Cleveland running backs until it proves not to work. I think Jarvis Landry probably has a little bit of a bounce back in this one. Uh, he's been playing a little bit down. I don't know what it'll look like um, on other you know from some of the other wide receiver sp- standpoint. That is my uh, start of the week for wide receiver is Jarvis Landry. Oh, nice. And I think him and Odell can both have a good game because if you're saying the Cowboys gonna be up. This over under fifty five point five. This should be a freaking shootout. Yeah, this is the biggest over under. With the yeah, uh, it's gotta be with the points that the Cowboys have give, been giving up too. I'd be confident starting all my Browns as well. Maybe not Austin Hooper. This is maybe not uh, Baker. Hooper. He's, he's, he's my sit of the week. Yeah, yeah. No, no Hooper, no Baker. No, no Hooper, no Baker. I mean, I, no Baker, no Hooper. Baker could give you that no nope. game, but I'm not. No Baker. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't be wrong about it. <laughs> Where's the? That'd be a bold play. All right, let me let me ask you guys, Cedric Wilson, no. nay, no. <laughs> who who it, Cedric Wilson? Is, uh, Someone out there is starting. Kahil Roge or whoever Craig's director Ka- is. Kaderil Ka- Hodge. Uh, Saints Lions. We got two one and two teams. Another team that's going to be a shootout. A game, <coughs> be a huge shootout. It should be. Yeah, New Orleans favored by four, um, with an over under of four, uh, 54.5. Michael Thomas ruled out. Jared Cook ruled out. So here we go again with Drew Brees and the Saints. Yeah, Kamara. What like? Yeah, Brees had the big game. Oh yeah, last week against the Packers. So yeah, and Lions are bottom three right. in the league uh, for uh, rush defense. So Kamara is going to have another fantastic fucking day. Yeah. He could be last year's Christian McCaffrey if he goes on this pace. Oh, oh yeah! I mean, wow, what, that's bold. Twenty-eight, thirty-five, I mean, and forty. I mean, yeah. as long as he really, scores touchdowns, it's really not that far fetched. This is a typical thing. Breeze and Stafford game where I think they're going to be airing the ball out like crazy, and it's going to be like forty-five to forty-one. Like, like I mean, I hope for the, all things. The over/under, I, I would, I would bank on the over big time. Yeah, I'm, I'm hammering my Lions too. I'm, you know, Stafford, Galladay's uh, back, Galladay, like, even Marvin back. Jones, yep. Hawkinson. I'm yep. playing them all. Not Quintez Cephas. Are you playing Traquan? Smith? Craig had the opportunity to put Traquan Smith with Michael Thomas and Jared Cook ruled out, and he didn't do it. Why yeah, didn't you do it, Craig? Because I already played it. <laughs> I already did it. You can uh, play it again. I, I did it and hit it, and I don't want to have to do it again. If I borrow as my starting quarterback it. two weeks in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I actually yeah. I, I had uh, droppers remorse. I mean, I was I was I was tempted to go CD again this week. And I was like, ah, that'd be the third week in a row. Um, all right, the beard play or the spread play, excuse me, of the week is Ryan Fitzmagic and the Seahawks, but the Seahawks over Miami by six. Right? Am I reading that right? Yes. Who is putting so, the minus sign there? Because it looks it's like it's Seattle over Miami negative six, but they can't be no. over Miami so, by negative. The spread, right. p- the spread play. That's why I said <laughs> let Corey let talk, about talk about the bets. 
Daz, uh, t- talk about what the hell is going on in all this it's equation. Saying, all it's saying <laughs> is that Seattle is the favorite. And they have then Miami's being spotted six points, so they, they have, have to, to cover so the favorite by six points. points. Yeah, so gotcha. essentially, if they win by seven, so negatives. Right, right, right. Okay, for Miami. Um, if you look TSF at it, the way that we have it written here, Seattle minus six is what you're so, reading when you go to when you go to look at the box score at the end of the day. Subtract six from the score in the Seattle column, and right. if they don't have Oh, I guess I get okay. I get that when I read Seattle greater sign Miami minus six, oh. I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" Yeah, you can talk to you take that up with Craig. God damn it, Baldy! This it is Ryan sense. Baldinelli. So, uh, people so the, or the, Craig. Yeah. So the point here is right. Don't listen to uh, our our uh, terrible discussion on what betting is because we actually have two people that know what they're talking about that told us to say this. Oh right, <laughs> no, this is the TSF book burners, part of the TSF fam. Ryan Baldinelli, Mike Mahoney, so they go through, they come up with their their bets of the weeks, and Seattle Dolphins was uh, their bet of the week. They got Seattle favored by six, over under 54.5. Chris Carson limited to a knee injury, but he's expected to start. I think I think yeah. he's going to be fine. Yeah, he, he should be fine. Um, it was just limited in week because of the knee injury, and there was a lot of concern that he might miss the game, but as, as, as everything is heard... Uh, he, he should play. And, and the rest of the Seahawks offense, you are playing. There's really no one else. Uh, I, I don't think that we have to go through that. And I would actually expect a lot of the Dolphins to play uh, or start all your Dolphins too. Yeah, one guy I'm looking at starting, and I almost put him as my uh, sleeper, but it was a little, too, a little too crowded on my sheet this week, was uh, Preston Williams. This could be a game where he gets on track and starts actually showing up and kind of fulfilling that sleeper role for the year I expected out of him. Uh it's that arm of Fitzmagic. It's just like, what's going on? It's a combination of Fitzmagic and also the terrible Seahawks defense. And uh, you texted me earlier, Jamal Adams has been declared out of this game. So. Jamal Adams is out, which is right. a massive hit. For that the is Seahawks. a very, very big <laughs> For point. every position. Yeah. Yes. Across the board. So he, that, co- he covers all three layers of the defense. Literally. Yeah. He is, a huge in the run game and huge yes. against tight ends and passes. So. And Craig, I'm very happy I didn't do that. Um, bet with you this year with Allen Robinson and Lockett <laughs> because Lockett's what you were two or four I think right now so. it's all because of one week I, I mean yeah and Mech oh Evans yeah four, two and yeah. four I mean I, these two are, are going to be the Chris Godwin Mike Evans of last year or, or, or the cup and woods and the, uh, fun, like, and the funny thing is too is like I think DK is better <laughs> like he's less in, in less say, involved but he's just a better I think he's just better DK sweet Tyler Lockett's most unheralded player in the NFL. That's DK saying it. Like, yeah, yeah these guys are freaking awesome. <laughs> I know. I, I would love them. I would love to be a Seahawks fan, but I'm not. I am not either. Yeah. No. Well, it's hard not to root for Russell Wilson. Yeah, well. That, I, that is the only is thing the, that I will the, say. He's the chameleon? Is that what he is? Those, uh, this nickname, none of you guys caught on to that? No. no I, just no. everybody so likes he, him. He, like... he dubbed himself, uh, or he, he proclaimed Was that a few years ago? No, this was past, this past summer. Is oh, he wow. related to Sammy Watkins? Is he a reptile? <laughs> is that what we're getting to? <laughs> I think a chameleon chameleon's a, is a Cold reptile. Cold-blooded, <laughs> flat earth. <laughs> uh, Chargers Bucks. Tampa favored by 7, 43 and a half over under. Chris Godwin and Leonard Fournette ruled out. Scotty Miller was limited. Herbert is starting Mike Williams out on the Chargers side. A little underwhelming news, I think, on the, on the Chargers side. Uh, Mike Williams is out. Keenan Allen's great play. But the Tampa side, 
It's huge. They massive. Hit the injury bug like crazy now. Yeah, and Tampa by seven is nuts. Uh, I would be hammering the Chargers all day long to cover that. That defense is spot yes. on. Spot on. They almost beat the Chiefs. <laughs> Corey's calling out the book burners. <laughs> I don't like your spread play of the week. I was just, it should have been this. I was actually just going to try to bet it, but I forgot that we're in mass right now. I got to make a trip. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> oh, boy. You are about to get audited, and they're going to come back to this podcast for that. We, sir, know. Anyway, go ahead. Prove it. <laughs> yeah, so Chris Godwin's out. Fournette's out. I really Unfortunately, think... Unfortunately, Jones is the last... Run it back to, you know, he's going to have a huge game because the Chargers are weak in the run, but they're great in the secondary. Oh, that's my sleeper of the week. <laughs> Which sucks, um, actually, because Chris Harris has now been put on IR. So he got hurt. It was either last week or the week before that. So oh, their, best, their best, um, yeah, uh, secondary player is now out. Yeah, remember when we... Uh, Outside of Derwin James. When we were looking at them preseason, we are like, oh, they have the best PFF rating. They have three of the top five yeah. Uh, second, uh, yeah. And now they have two because two are dead. Yes, Harrison James. Yep, I, is, I I just can't believe they they have not signed Earl Thomas yet. It's shocking. So I would expect Mike Evans to have a monster week, but I don't know what that constitutes as as three year. yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> three <laughs> That's what it constitutes. <laughs> exactly. And I'm so for that. Let's go. Scotty Miller should play. It's called efficiency. So guys. Scotty Miller was right. actually a guy that I sought after in waivers, and I was like, all right, well, if Godwin out. And Evans only getting two yards, you know, uh, a catch. I, I figured that Scotty Miller would be in for a lot of work, but unfortunately, he's got two injuries he's dealing with, which is his hip and his groin, and they're really not sure. Like he is kind of expected to play, but really, I would think more on the line like questionable. Would you start him in a pinch? Yes, I, I, I'm really hoping to because I have him slotted in my starting lineup in a league right now. That's fine. Yeah, he's a tough sit because what he can do without Godwin, but if something flares up, then. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Ravens fullback team. That <laughs> yeah. might as well be what, I didn't, the I Washington. Didn't, I didn't want it to go down to a third line. So, so it's over. it's Patty Ricard. It's uh, Alec Ingold. It's, it's all the fullbacks versus the Ravens. No, just kidding. It's Washington. I, that, that team is terrible. Yeah, it's the Washington football team, if you can't understand the sarcasm here. But uh, Washington, or Washington football team... At Ravens, Baltimore favored 14-45. I mean, we have really not much to say here. I think the only thing I want to go around the room and ask about, is there anybody from Washington you're starting, given how good that Ravens defense is? Are you starting Terry McLaurin? Normally, I would say yes, but he's hurt. Um yeah, Considerably, he's a big question mark to play, so I don't well, want him. Damn it! Up. Why isn't that in there? Because he's expected. <laughs> he's expected to play. He's yeah. expected to play, but I'm. Uh, he, he he's a, a little goal. banged up. He's yeah, a little he, banged up. He wasn't right. Yeah, he he didn't act. He's not on the uh, actual injury report anymore. And Marcus Peters got embarrassed in coverage a couple times last week against the Chiefs, so I don't expect that to continue by any means. Um, well, I, McLaurin's I was, not hell. Long story short, no, I don't think I'm starting okay. any Washington players. Okay. I'm and that's s- all I want. I'm sorry, Terry. Oh, okay. wait. No, yes, I am. I'm going to start Antonio Gibson. I'm not. Yeah? I, I mean, this is, this is a good Ravens defense. And they're going to be behind a lot. So, I mean, I think game script might get in the way of Gibson. See, but I, 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 that's where I want to... We got into a heated argument about how much we spent on Gibson, which... Dude, did we get? We win that bid. No, it clears it tomorrow. tomorrow. Um, oh, damn it. But yeah. Gibson, game flow. <laughs> that's what I want to talk about is... I think he's going to be very, very involved in the passing game. Uh, yeah, sure. I, would, I would think so, too. We haven't Who seen knows? that yet. Yeah. 
But this would be a good test. Yes. Um, we've spent too much time talking about this game. Moving. Uh, Ravens starting the usual. Mark Andrews, Lamar Jackson, Marquise Brown, maybe. Uh, you're, you're, we're I'm sitting Mark Ingram. Sitting all the running backs. And then the running backs we're not touching. Yeah. Duvernay. Who? <laughs> Dart throw. Duvernay. <laughs> Dows' troll face hey, comes out. Hey, Dows, take the lock of the week. Lock of the week, baby. I, Arizona I mean, thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, lock of the week, Arizona Cardinals versus the Carolina Panthers. The book burners are telling us to hammer the Cardinals at minus 165. I'm on board. I mean, I'll I'll throw some bills on them. I will trust the book burners. I'm going yeah. to do it. The book burners yeah, exactly. went, uh, what, three and one last week? So Three and four. Three, three and out one. Of four. <laughs> three out of four. Yeah, three out of four. Oh, I thought you said three. Two, out of one, one. one. I thought you said three out Dude, of one. I was like, seventy-five uh, percent is passing. Not yeah. bad for the first week ever. Out of a pinch, like, hey, do you, do you guys want some picks? I was looking for right. a little bit more than what your money back. <laughs> right. So Cardinals, Panthers. Um, I'm starting Mike Davis again. He showed me last week he can do it. Yeah. I'm not confident, but I mean, at this point, if you're McCaffrey. Owner, you're you probably own Mike Davis, and you're starting him. So, so real quick, DeAndre Hawkins has an ankle issue. Christian Kirk has a groin issue. If DeAndre Hawkins is out and Christian Kirk is active, would you, Scotty, start Christian Kirk? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So and that was Hawkins my... is a game time decision, and it's on him. And he didn't practice. The uh, He's the one. It's really. It's on Hopkins, not. Not the team. Yep. Yeah, really? If Hopkins feels like he can do it, he's going to. If not, then he's not going to do it. That's the Which superstar is treatment. More scary than the team. <laughs> like, like, how it's, do you get that arrangement? It, because he's two hundred. You say, have you seen my stats, bro? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen his contract? I will play if I want. It's fully guaranteed for and two years. If he sits, I'm starting. I'll probably start Isabella with a. I would start. rather start Isabella than Kirk. Than Kirk. How about Hakeem I Butler? Very much. Hakeem Butler is on the <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. I just don't. <laughs> right. They just moved him over there, right? I just hope I'm not in that position where I'm. I'm going between Kirk right, and Isabella, right, right. but I assume they're on different teams, and I think both would be great spot starts if Hoffman sits. I'm not sure if he does. I, I hope he does not. For I, bet you I mean, he plays. For, of course yeah i would i would expect him to my shares of him because it, it kind of quick came up quick like he it was just all of a sudden a surprise wednesday's practice report comes out hopkins isn't isn't practicing all right it's a rest day thursday not practicing friday not practicing and it goes well shit what the fuck's going on <laughs> and they're like well it's up to hopkins if he wants to play it's like uh, this is not good now, so uh panther side of the ball yeah that's what i was just gonna say so i think i think mike davis is a lock robbie anderson pick robbie anderson and dj moore one pick robbie, one. robbie anderson Okay. Look at my sits. Do I have it? Are you sitting, DJ? I'm sitting, DJ. Moore. Okay. Yeah. I have. I haven't read them all, but okay. Yeah. I'm taking. I'm taking Robbie as well, and Craig and Scott. I. I mean, it's hard for me to go against DJ Moore, but it's also hard to go against what we've seen from Robbie Anderson. So I'm just gonna go with the hot hand and go with Robbie. Same, Robbie. I mean, yeah. that's my guy. It yeah. makes case <laughs> so happy. So much worse too. It so. <laughs> I freaking love Robbie Anderson. Yeah, DJ Moore. I have uh, as my sit, my flex sit of the week, but because I want to sit a different wide receiver anyways. Mike Evans, by the way. Um, but I just don't see – I don't. I haven't seen anything from Molly. He had one big game where he scored like 17 points, but that was one game out of three. The other two, he's been sub seven points. It's not something you drafted him to do. And Robbie Anderson oh, looks so like he's snatched the wide receiver one job. So. Yeah, he's probably a top 12 guy you, you, you drafted. 
Yeah, I'm yep. guessing, right? Right. I think there. I think if this is David uh, DJ Moore, I, I've you love calling every, him every yeah. You love. I David. bet his first name. I bet it's like David James. Guarantee you, you know what? It is time to know. DJ Moore, of the Deniston Moore. It's not even close. <laughs> What's son of a bitch, Dennis. Did. So Dennis Moore. So real Dennis quick, just just my point is that if this is DJ Moore's week, I think you you're you're selling DJ Moore and you're trying to buy Robbie Anderson. Like that is where you as a fantasy player should be. Is like, you should be trying to get off of D, uh, DJ Moore and get onto Robbie Anderson. The biggest thing is where is Patrick Peterson going to be? Is he going to be on? I would expect him to be on DJ Moore. I, I would expect him to be on DJ Moore okay. because that's what other I, NFL teams view him as the number one wide receiver. Right. Okay. Also, um, the J and DJ is for Junior. Denison Junior. Denison Junior. There's two Denisons right. out there. Okay. <laughs> Let's go on to the Vikings and Texans. <laughs> yep. Both 0 and 3. Both stink. So let's go on to the Giants. I'm just kidding. All right. So the, <laughs> the Vikings, you're starting Cook. After last week, you know, yes. they trusted the, the guy. He had a huge week. Kirk Cousins. Probably not going to start him in a in a one QB league. No. I mean, yeah, there's eleven better guys out no. there. Justin Jefferson, of course, is a start. Yeah. Feeling for for us, I'm feeling some feeling th- this week. I'm with Kyle Rudolph. He did get that. T- <laughs> he did get Kyle that. Uh, he did get that touchdown last week, so he's not going to get one this week. <laughs> exactly. So he can stay on my of bench. the tight ends to start. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I want to start Kyle Rudolph. I feel comfortable starting almost everyone here, though. Almost everyone. Yeah, and then on the Texans side, I'm going to start Will Fuller because he's healthy, and you got to start him if he is. Uh, Randall Cobb after last week, he's he's still a tough start. Like like if I like in our leagues, he's probably a free agent still. To be honest, like like and right. if you pick him, yeah, you're probably not going to start him. I would only say that you might start him because he's playing the Vikings defense, which has been bad right, and right. is banged up. But yeah, he's and again with the Titans game, yeah. Canceled. That's a great, you know, filler. I guess. Yeah. yeah. So it, yeah, I guess that goes to mention the Vikings did not. I mean, they really got one practice in this week, and that was today, because they had to sit out yeah, on right. uh, through through Thursday. I'm pretty sure. If if you had to pick one Texan wide receiver, who you'd pick? You know what's funny is I was thinking this might be that random forty point Brandon Cooks week. I'm still taking one Fuller. I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing yeah Fuller, but I I'm think it's Fuller. close with Cobb. To be honest, and you know what's unfortunate is that that one forty point week you're talking about, you're looking for that from both Fuller and Cooks. Like, oh yeah, you're yeah. like yeah, they'll it's, have like a forty point week, and it's like they're going against each other is, in a bad offense. This is exactly <laughs> what is these such two players situation. You know who's exactly uh, who they are. You know who's also back that could have a big game is Duke Johnson, finally healthy, coming back to play some football. He he is healthy. That's because I gave him to you, isn't it? Yeah, I yeah, will not start Duke in any form. No, I will not either. But <laughs> I, just, I just think he's a guy to keep an eye on. Keep an eye. Yeah, don't drop the guy. But Giants, Rams, Rams. I'm starting. I'm starting no. I'm starting no Giants. Zero. I'm starting zero Giants players in fantasy. Even yeah. Evan Ingram, I can't do it. Yeah. And Golden Tate and Darius Slayton. I mean, we like Slayton's, all of those guys. Don't sit him on. Don't do Freeman. I'm telling myself, don't do Freeman. No. Don't do Freeman. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't play any of them. Um, and Cam Akers ruled out again. I mean, it just that spells beauties for uh, Daryl Hendy. Little Hendy. Henderson's going to be a hot commodity after this game. 
I still, I, I mean, I don't disagree with you at all. I shouldn't come in hot like that. I love Daryl Henderson. I think he's going to have a fantastic game. But I think that Malcolm Brown still has value. Oh, for sure. I think I think he'll be in that like ten carry range going forward, which unfortunately isn't really going to help your fantasy teams. But like Henderson's now locked into like fifteen to twenty touches a game. Yeah, I just think that I think I've seen a lot of people and you've seen uh, Malcolm Brown's ownership rate plummeting. I don't think that's correct. I think you should hold him because again, you're one injury away, and then Malcolm Brown's right back into the starting role. Sure. Um, and I mean they've shown a proficiency for just changing their guys in and out. So. Um, and who knows? Maybe the Rams' offense is going to get back on track. They did at the end of the game last week. So they started to do a lot better. I mean, Goff and, and uh, Cup had a pretty good connection last week. So you, you, Cup or Woods? This I week I'm going both. Both. I both. Yeah, both. So high sure. both. Yeah, why not? Right yeah, against the Giants. Yeah. This is the week. I mean, last week was the week too. I mean, they just the Giants just scored, got eviscerated by the Niners' second squad, like second string team. You know, their JV squad. So if the Rams can go out and just the abuse XML them, teams. like they should be able to. Higby, big game. Gerald Everett, see, he's still doing anything. Big game. Um, all right, <laughs> we got four more matchups to go. All right, best game of the week. Best game of the week. Patriots Chiefs. KC favored six and a half over under fifty two and a half. That's pretty fair. Damian Harris activated from IR and James White returned. So uh, even a more crowded backfield. <laughs> this oh, is crazy. Yeah. Did you see the stat that came out today about the Chiefs? They have scored on 48% of uh, possessions after the opposing team punts back to them. So if you punt to the Chiefs, it's 50-50 shot. They're going to score. That's, That's... A, the highest in the league. The next highest is the Saints at 28%. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Mahomes really is – I mean, he doesn't have to try. I mean, doesn't have to try. He will have his probably – I don't – Maybe not his toughest matchup because the Ravens are pretty good too. But as far as secondaries go, this is probably his, his toughest secondary he'll face all year. The Patriots um, secondary is better than the Ravens. But. Yeah. Oh yeah. But our rush but yeah, is there's not. not there's nothing there. So like Mahomes is gonna have all day to you know read and pinpoint whatever he wants. You know what's crazy is Chase Winovich is actually one of the highest PFF ranked uh, defensive ends right yeah, now. So for, forty for, pounds will do for you. for pressure per snap or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. He exactly. Literally, he, he looks on the, he, he looks good, but Dietrich Wise is hurt, so we'll see. Um, again, six and a half point spread for KC, probably fair. Uh, if the Pats can keep it within a touchdown, I consider it a moral victory. Do you, yeah. st- I've, I've actually had trouble with this Do- one. Do you start Travis Kelsey? Yes. Yeah. Oh, hands down. Well, He's cause I mean, they, they, they pretty much nullified Waller last week. Um, and so I was just a little bit of concern on that. And that the Patriots do like to take away, you know, number one options. And historically Kelsey kind of, you know, doesn't go crazy against the Patriots. That's because Chung was there. I so we got this guy, Chung, Kyle Duggar. I think Kyle Duggar and Adrian Phillips are better than Patrick Chung. All right. Um, I think I think Kelsey's a lock. I do think on the Patriots side you have a question mark. Also, last year he scored fourteen. If and you a half play Edelman or not, but I would expect I, think you I would expect you play Edelman. I, yeah. I think I think you have to. I just think that the as other a wide receiver three flex, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't even it. be surprised too if this is a good Nikhil Harry week oh, because I, I think vamp. And, we coming to eat, baby. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just one of those things that I think that the Patriots have to, um, you know, pass a little bit more in this game than do all the the running and uh, you know gadget plays that they've been doing. Um, so I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Um, Bears Raiders, Bears Raiders, Bills Raiders. Uh, it's the odd play of the week. There's no Corey. There's no like bet line here. It just says odds play Las Vegas over Buffalo. So it's the Raiders. Uh as the underdogs plus 145 so it's a close 
play, they're essentially just telling you they're oh, looking right. at the odds. They want to bet an underdog on this one. Right. And they're saying that the uh, Raiders have the best chance at an upset against the Bills. Betting against I the don't odds. necessarily agree, but it's a good bet. I mean, It's the book burners. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they, hit, in the, they hit it in the first week. So, but Buffalo looks like frigging legit yeah so and then and then real quick so zach moss comes back john brown was removed from the injury report um and rugs still looks like he's doubtful and brian edwards is out so a lot of things trending negatively for the raiders a lot of things trending positively positively for the bills and sorry Corey, i'll let you pick up where you left no i mean that's pretty much it josh allen should have all of his weapons back which only bodes well for him even though he didn't really need them last week uh, he still has digs, still has Singletary. The defense has been letting up a ton of points. If they could figure it out and get back to how they played last year, the Bills should be winning in landslides. But it could be a function of the Bills are actually up for a change instead of playing from behind or playing in close games, and other teams are just chucking it against them and having some success. So, And they lost their second-best cornerback to coronavirus. You know, He's sitting out for the season. So that definitely plays a role. Um, it'll be a good game to watch. I think it, I think it honestly is one of the better games of, of the week because – we saw the Raiders give the Patriots some trouble early on. The Patriots figured it out. We'll see if they can do the same thing against the Bills. All right. We got five minutes left. I challenge us to get through these next two matchups in five minutes. Eagles 49ers. Okay. Falcons Packers. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. We'll read the news. Eagles' uh, entire offense is hurt. I mean, that sounds about right. right? Yeah, nothing Alshon, about this game Deshaun, wants me to buy it. Sega. Our Sega is out. I mean, our Tom switch to Hightower then. Our Sega, <laughs> yeah. damn, yeah, he's gonna have to be my Darth Thrower now. Dallas Guard out. I mean, Great Ward. Is Greg that Ward, it? Yeah. Erson Ward. Is that it? Yeah. Those are the that, those are players. the only healthy. Right. Oh, right. that's fine. And I would Hakeem start Butler. Ward at a flex spot just because Absolutely. the targets are gonna yeah, be right. there. He's gonna be right. on the field. Ninety-five percent of the time, so they have to right. field the football team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Have to play, and then on the eagle, I mean, on the Niner side, you get Jimmy G and Mostert still out. So almost exactly like the Raiders George and Bills. Kittle the, the Niners have gotten all their players back, and the Eagles lost more. Um, yeah, Kittle's coming back. That's great. Are Debo starting, is coming back. You starting Debo in any? No, not starting no. Debo. Heard that it's going to be uh, limited to start. Very well, could just be smoke. Whatever. Um, not trusting it right away on first week anyway. Don't do that, you know, with many players. I don't start them right after their big injuries. And then uh, the last bit was uh, Raheem Mostert's out again, and obviously Jimmy G is out as well. So their running backs for the 49ers are looking like, I think it's Jeff Wilson. I'm pretty sure McKinnon's playing, and I know Tevin Coleman's out. So those are the only two running backs. Jimmy G could be in trouble. Um, Mullins. I said I wanted to challenge us to get through these two matchups in five minutes. We got three minutes on Falcons-Packers. So let's get Dude, over there. That's not bad. Falcons looking for a win. Packers 3-0. and Over under 56.5. This has to be the highest that's one, the highest. right? This, this is, is the, the highest, highest one of the week. Julio and Gage are both trending to play. Ridley is questionable. Lazard out of nowhere had core muscle oh, surgery in so his out. Sad. Adams is still... His stat, so we haven't really heard much. We've heard that he's practiced, but we haven't really heard, is he playing, is he not playing? This should be a shootout with pieces we don't know who's going to be on and off of the field. Right. Yeah, I mean, Lazardo was a shock to all of us, so now MVS immediately slots in as a relevant wide receiver two and possibly wide receiver one if Adams doesn't go. 
Craig, I know you had Tunyon in your start. Yeah, just a random thing is that he's liked Tunyon for whatever reason. Like, he's half-hybrid wide receiver tight end Robert Tunyon from the Green Bay Packers. And so it looks like, you know, if Adams is out, it looks like really the number two option outside of MVS is going to be Robert Tanyan. Yep. And then the Packers are still getting up a ton of points. So I'm starting on my Falcons still. If Julio plays, I'm starting him. Gage Absolutely. plays, I'm starting him. Absolutely. Calvin Ridley's a no-brainer. Uh, Todd Gurley, I'm starting him. Brian Hill, maybe? No, not yet. Starting no. <laughs> Matty Ice, starting him. Right. Hayden Hurst, starting him. And the Packers still win. Oh, the Falcons will probably no, be up by twenty-eight <laughs> to three or something. Falcons will choke it away. Shots fired. That'll do. So we're starting Robert Tanyan. Craig, I just want to. I want to pause on him for a second. Where the hell did he come from? Robert Robert Funyuns, dude. He was supposed to be a tight end, and now he looks like well, a converted he wide receiver. Yeah, he is. Still. I mean, he is. and Jay Sturmer is the you know. Yeah, they have, they have I, another no. guy, Deguara, too. Jo- Josh or Josiah Deguara. That was another guy that they've actually been using more than Sternberger, but he had gotten hurt. Sternberger went in. and He's from know. Indiana State, Tom. No, Indiana State. Indy State, let's go. I, I will say there's a zero trust in MVS, so if Lazard's out a while, this dude is probably going to be on a waiver wire article. In fact, I'm picking him up right now. Six, oh, wait, wait, Tom, Tom. Wait, wait. Stop. Wait, no, wait. No, wait, no, wait, what? No, gonna, what? No, uh, wait. Six five two forty boys, need him, want him. Oh, you gotta have okay. him. He's almost Michael Pittman size. <laughs> All right. Well, that is our week four preview. We have starts, sits, sleepers, dart throws on the podcast on the website, on the website, on that. Yep. And then on <laughs> this and, is the podcast. And then on Twitter, Instagram at Top Shelf FNTSY. Follow us. Make sure you take a look at our shotgun bets that we'll be paying up on throughout the season. All right, so and, and so we actually have two going up, right? The shotgun bets? We have yes. two going up two right days. now. You both of Corey and Craig Me paying and Craig. for the, the fullback dart throw Me fail. and Tom tied that with CJ Ham, and you had... And I had Alec Ingold at 2.1 points, so anybody keeping track there. <laughs> um, and then Scotty and I shotgun for losing the Dalton, Dalton Schultz, Schultz bets bet. by big time. And then you like and, massive. And then you and Craig just open up a new can of tonight. And so. next week there will be the conclusion of the Ryan Fitzmagic. Who's yeah. going to start? If, if Ryan Fitzmagic takes the field on Sunday as he's expected to, I then will be owning your shotgun for no Tua by week Unless four. Unless he's coronavirus, then. Corey, where can you find all this stuff? I don't know if you can find me in Miami on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Try to hunt down Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Now you can find all this right. at uh, topshelffantasy.com. All of our stuff will be on there. We're going to start adding the shotgun bets too. I'm probably on a little tab just so we can track them on That's there good. for y'all and make that some public knowledge. Maybe you guys can hammer That's out some shotgun bets. Yeah. No, not at all. Heck yeah. Stay fluid, stay loose. Top Shelf Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay John Cena. Do you support Sunday. the military? <laughs> you know who else supports the military? 
John Cena. <laughs> Stop calling here. I'm so sorry. This guy just keeps prank phone calling me. <laughs> Only for fifty nine ninety five, and then it comes and comes back. This here. weekend at SummerSlam, hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> uh, boobs. Each time it changes. Boobs. I laughed out loud when you just sent back boobs.